It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Student orders food just so the delivery driver can kill the spider. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin. Shortened newscast today. We're supposed to talk to Lee Bryce at 710, so... Yes, so I will uh, do my best to get uh, out of the news on time so that we have time to do the things we need to do, do the business before we do the business with Lee. Business before pleasure. That's right. Now we start with this. There's no pleasure here. (laughs) The pandemic has caused a lot of shortages. Think of the, uh, what are some of the shortages that you remember from the pandemic? Grape nuts. That was one of the, the latest ones. That toilet was paper, obviously. Toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad one. That was the big one right off the bat, wasn't yeah. it? it? Cleaning was supplies like, were short yep. right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, I feel like cards. there was no- Baseball cards. There was another great food. Drawer hinges. I, I noticed those because I had to wait a month to get the ones I needed. It was weird. Really? Now, yeah. Are you guys pulling my leg about the lumber thing? Is that a real thing? I don't know if it's a shortage or just very expensive. Okay. The price of lumber yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. What in the world? No supply and demand, Kevin. I know. Kind of wish I had my own little wood factory. I cannot wait till you ask Lee Bryce if he's considering starting a wood factory. <laughs> now <laughs> he's going to think we're the stupidest people. The on latest the planet. pandemic-related shortage: oat ketchup. milk, ketchup. What? Oh yeah, I did what? hear that, Kevin. I was appalled by that. This is not good news. Ketchup. Yeah, I don't. We can't get have it. a shortage of ketchup. This is America, right? Now there is some good news. It's not necessarily the bottle of ketchup that you're going to have at home. After doing some more research, it's the little packets because so many restaurants did takeout for so long. Oh, guess what? They had to send all the little packets of you know the Heinz ketchup in the packet. With their customers. Sure. So many restaurants did that for so many months. They ran out of the little packets. That one actually makes sense. So restaurant chains across America are scrambling to get their hands on single-serve packets of the red stuff, with meaning being forced to turn to, you know, alternatives of pouring the condiment from big tubs into smaller containers, which is not cost-effective, but it's something that they are, at this point, having to look at doing. I will tell you, I am a big fan of the restaurants who do that instead of giving you the packet when you get the packet it's always like so much more work to get a little bit of ketchup out of there i love the single serve packets better so as angry as i was at first to see ketchup shortage now i'm kind of like well maybe this is a good thing we can just get those single serve cups at all the restaurants instead of but then they charge you for them that's always a bummer, too. Where was I the other day? We were some... Oh, I'm not going to say the name of the place. Never mind. Uh, we, were, we were somewhere, and they said, "Would you? how many of those would you like? And I said, oh, four would be good. And then I got up there, paid for it, and we left. And Judy looked at the receipt, and she's like, you know, they charged us for those. I'm like, they did? Whoa. Well, that's a shady way of doing it. Don't ask me how many I want. <laughs> gotcha. You're going to charge gotcha. me for them. Hey, guys, I, I hate to, uh, you know, break in, Kevin. I know the news and the shortage of ketchup is an extremely 
you know, it's an important story, but yeah, it is. Lee's ready early. What? Yeah. Wait, do we get him extra long then? Uh no. Well, if he was done, okay. <laughs> I just feel like we could have really worked this out. See, are you are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready for Lee Bryce. Are you kidding? You one of them girls that ain't handing out your number. You like to make us want you. There's a rumor going round and round and round. What you say we make it true? Don't hate me. That's the new one from Lee Bryce. Memory I Don't Mess With. Love that song. Album Hey World. Lee, what's up, man? Man, just honestly having a great day. I'm out at the farm on my bus, in the studio on the bus, and took a ride earlier and saw some turkeys and <laughs> saw a red fox, and it's been a pretty day already. We have a lot of very important questions. You, Kevin, quick, go. Okay, first of all, I want to say that I am uh, I'm just going to do like the really quick uh, man crush thing on you. I love your music so much. In fact, uh, one of them girls was my song of the year in 2020, and I will tell you, rumor, uh, memory I don't mess with, good chance it could be song of the year 2021. Wow. Oh, now, with that being said, <laughs> Lee, we're going to ask you a bunch of dumb questions now mm -hmm. because we have been discussing this all morning. We have been talking have a, about you for an hour on the yeah. air. Dumb questions. I mean, that my daddy said there was. Well, no, my daddy didn't say that. Somebody said there wasn't no dumb questions. Well, we're about to prove that wrong. <laughs> First okay. of all, you are an artist. I mean, you are one of the greatest songwriters. I love your songs and your writing. But are you an artist who also draws or paints? Actually, yeah. I, I when I was a kid, it all kind of happened at the same time. You know, I, I actually, I when I was in the I, for my whole life, I drew and I painted. Uh, actually, I remember watching Bob Ross, you know, and my oh, yes, yes. And I would watch Bob Ross, and so I would do landscape stuff. And then I was a, you know, I was always deer hunting or fit bass fishing, and so I was drawing deer and and bass. Like, but I would do it like I took it so seriously at a young age, and so I actually painted this picture of like these wood ducks flying into this tree. Um. <laughs> Uh, and I entered it, I mean, it was in the fifth grade, I believe it was, and I believe I got, I think it was fourth place out of 12,000 people in the whole state of South Carolina. Whoa. And wow. And so I entered art contests, and so I love it. And so I didn't also, like, growing up, like, when I finally did maybe get a girlfriend or two, I didn't have money to really buy them anything, you know? So oh. I would just take, like, two or three months, and I would draw a portrait of them, and then I would go spend 15 bucks and get it, like, matted and framed, in, and at Walmart or whatever, and so I guess to them, I mean, their mamas all still have them hanging up in the hallway. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's smooth. Yeah, that's smooth. That's ridiculously that, smooth. That Bryce boy, what an artist! I love that. <laughs> okay, now have you ever drawn a bow? Drawn a bow? As I in, believe that's the term for pulling a bow back. Isn't, yeah, it? isn't yeah, that yeah. The, isn't that the term? I tried to get really crafty hey, there, and it was, was really poorly executed. <laughs> That was really crafty because I'm thinking, well, we just finished talking about drawing. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I draw a bow. That's all. I, that's, that's my favorite way of, of any type of hunting is, is drawing a bow or even fishing. Bow fishing, you ever heard of that? No, that's, that's you yes. made that up just now. Yeah, no, that's a thing. I believe. Uh, you, stand on the, 
you stand on the front of a boat and you look down to the water and you have a fishing rod attached to your arrow and line and if you see a carp or whatever and it's say it's a foot down you think you shoot a foot behind it and that your arrow it's a it's a like a what do you call it's it? an like, optical like, illusion right yeah so you have to shoot if it's three feet down you shoot three feet behind it and that's what you shoot and then you reel it in it's called bow fishing Okay, yeah, that, that I, I was awesome. born. I was born, but I wasn't born yesterday. What Lee Bryce is doing, he knows somehow that I don't know a lot about hunting. <laughs> so and he's real. getting me to go with my, to my buddies and say, "Hey, do you guys want to go bow fishing?" And they're all going to laugh at me. <laughs> no, they're not. They're going to be like, "Yeah, dude, I, I heard about that. It's the coolest thing in the world." <laughs> yeah, I believe Aaron Lewis told us he does that with alligators, alligators too. Yeah. Yeah, you go at night, and sometimes the old school way, when, you know, you just put it literally go get an old generator. It's like really loud on the back of the boat, and it puts lights out in front of your boat so you can you can power your big lights, and you yeah. just troll around. And for whatever reason, that that noise doesn't mess with the fish, and you'll roll up on top of a big carp or a big gar or catfish or whatever, and take you to shoot and that's awesome <laughs> okay <laughs> more importantly lee bryce have you ever shot an apple off a lady's head uh i have shot an apple but i have not shot an apple off of a lady's head i am a gentleman okay <laughs> you know what that's fair that's that is, okay so that's the line that's where we draw the line in hunting a gentlemanship is apple off the head uh, and our producer, Slim, there, he told us today that uh, Josh Groban released a three-minute song about beans today. And we know that Chris Jansen released a song about corn. Two questions. One, have you ever thought about writing a song about vegetables? And two, which is better, corn or beans? Oh, well, I would say probably corn wow. if I had to pick one. But I alternate every two years anyway out here at my farm. So oh, nice. I, oh, yeah. And I put beans in for the next couple of years, keep that soil kind of turned up and stirred and different types of stuff in it. But um, I haven't thought about writing a song about a vegetable. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we could. We could talk about, you know, shooting pumpkins from 500 yards away or something. That'd be <laughs> <laughs> what, okay, what is, what is the most impressive thing you have grown in your, on your farm? Um, the most impressive thing I've grown on my farm is fish in my pond because there was a pond I dug and oh, there was yeah. no fish in it. And for my birthday, all I wanted was a whole day to go to my buddy's big lake, catch all the fish I could. I took a, a big, huge water tank with me with, with all kind of air circulators and, and, a, and a water pump. So through the day, I pumped water through this huge, like, cow trough. I, I caught fish all day on my birthday, kept throwing them in this big trough, kept the water fresh, drove two hours back with the batteries running, with the aerators running, and took all night and put fish by fish, put about 100 bass in my pond, and now they are thriving, and my kids go out there and just smoke the bass any day they want. Wow. So you hand-stocked awesome. your own pond so your kids could yeah. fish. Yeah. Yeah, what a great dad! Are you kidding me right now? I did it for I did I did it for me too. I like <laughs> I, I like to catch fish too. <laughs> but hey, if you need us to send an audio clip to you know their their mom, we can sure do that. <laughs> hey, what a great dad Lee Bryce is, Dad of the Year, right? You know, I, hey, I like that. Y'all keep talking. I'm gonna hit record on my end too. <laughs> yeah. He's All the right, greatest. We're now joined dad by of Dad year. of the Dad of the Year and great songwriter Lee Bryce. <laughs>
And oh, and great songwriter. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the little caveat we throw in at the end. <laughs> also, ATV or snowmobile? I've never in my life been on a snowmobile. Um, I cannot wait to do that. But I love my ATVs. I can kind of go anywhere in them. But I truly think I'd be in love on a snowmobile. Uh, so I'm still that's still one of my little bucket list things that I have not done. Well, man, uh, you are absolutely our favorite. We love you. You're the best. Uh, congrats on the success. I know you got some tours coming up. That's going to be great to get back out on the road, I'm sure. Yeah, man. All that le- info is on LeeBryce.com. You're the best, man. Man, thank you all for having me, and uh, hopefully we get to see you all sooner than later, okay? You got it. See you, Lee. Bye, Lee. There you go. Lee Bryce, everybody. Six minutes, just like we I said. Mean, we, well, I know we, we were over. So I, I wanted hey, to keep asking questions. Kevin, I was but waiting. I know we were so over. I was waiting for our. See, let's pull the curtain back. Our good friend Sharla, she uh, runs the interviews from Nashville, and we've had. Uh, how would you describe it? a tussle? A tussle. And we love we love Sharla. She's great. She sort of likes us, and we get windy and we have fun with the artists, and they have fun with us, and. Then she tries to wrap us. Now, Kevin, when you said, do we get extra time? In my yeah. mind, so I quick sent her a message, and she didn't reply back. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? We're taking extra time. He's not going to be late because of us. So we'll give him an extra, we'll take an extra yeah. two or three minutes and still give him a two or three minute break before the next one, right? Right. I mean, I felt like, like three minutes over. Uh, we were like two minutes and 40 seconds. Okay. And so I was like, well, I wanted to keep asking him questions, but I, because he was so fun. Lee Bryce is just awesome. I talked to him all day. Yeah, for sure. In fact, call him back and say, if there's (laughs) one of the interviews you're doing that's not fun, (laughs) just make it real short and then call us back. Because we didn't get to the, hey, have you ever wanted to start your own little wood factory? That's a good point. And the way that was going, weirdly, the answer was going to be yes. Guys, I thought about it one time here on the farm. <laughs> Guys, he used to draw pictures of that, girls. Yeah, well, how and smooth get them framed is that? Are at Walmart, you and oh. then have him their mamas and hang him up in the hallway. Kevin, framed and matted for fifteen dollars is the greatest way to a mother's heart. Are you kidding me? Hey, I uh, drew this picture of your daughter and had it framed and matted. Would you like to marry her now, or should we wait till the weekend? <laughs> The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter, you wrote it down, we picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all, and we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be great, so let's get to it, no need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know, and we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, today's listener letter goes a little like this. Dear Jane Kevin, I've been married a little over a year. My wife and I had an agreement that we would enjoy three years of marriage and being just us before we started trying to have kids. Now she's saying she's ready to start a family, and I'm like, well, what about our plan? She says the pandemic changed her mind, and she feels like life is too short and unpredictable to make plans like that. 
I totally understand her thought, but I also feel like it's based on emotions, and I don't think that this is the best time to make a decision. We've talked about it a lot, and our first year of being just us got cheated by the pandemic, so now it's even more important. We just aren't on the same page. I even suggested that we compromise, give it a year instead of two more. She doesn't seem to want to see my side of things. Any suggestions, I'm at a loss what to do, and worry I'll have some resentment if things don't change. Thanks for taking the time to help, Andrew. All right. Uh, hey, Jarrett, you still there? Yes, I am. Uh, tell everybody what you started to tell me here a few moments ago. So, best advice that I had towards it would be if you compromise with her on waiting a year, even conceiving a child, I mean, it takes nine months, and they're, you're getting your year out of that. But at the point, there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes to a kid. A kid is one of the special things you can have in life. And the one thing you need to look forward to is not worry about anything bad coming out of it or having resentment. A, a kid is something that some people want and some people don't. But in life, a kid makes everything better. So it, when you want to wait that long, don't worry about it. Just when it happens, it happens. You can try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it happens... Be thankful and move on with life, and you're both happy. All right, awesome. And you just you said this is uh, right down your alley. You went kind of went through this. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay, kind of, yeah. Okay. So you have a, you have a you have a kid. I, this is one of the things that I, I like because I think it will solidify how great kids are. What was the last thing your kid did that drove you absolutely insane? <laughs> I personally don't have a kid. It didn't go that way, but that's that was my outlook on it. Okay. All right. Well, very good. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. Mine was be leaving socks on the floor that a dog can then eat and throw up. My kid about sneezed directly into my mouth where a booger went into my mouth. Oh, my okay? god! And when that happened, I thought, this is the worst thing. And then one moment later, I looked at her and I was like, you are the greatest part of my life. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I, I think that is an important part of what he said. It's like, man... They just bring so much joy. Even when they tick you off or drive you yeah. crazy, it's like, no, nah, you're still the greatest. And I don't think Andrew has any – I don't think. Now, there are some people saying there's an underlying thing. Are you sure you really want kids? Mm-hmm. And I think he does want kids. Yeah, Kevin, that's it's a very important that, determination. That weird thing of, you know, I think too many people don't have any time where they enjoy just being a couple and they just, you know – get right into having kids, but that doesn't mean you still can't enjoy each other. It's just a weird deal where they, he, he in his mind was like, okay, we have three years of just being us. And now all of a sudden it's like completely changed. And you just want to have a baby right now. Like, Whoa, I, what, ha- what happened to us just being us? Uh, I like this suggestion from Facebook where they said, do the summer. Just say, listen, babe, the whole deal is I want to spend time with just you before we have kids. And then we have, you know, Make it clear to her that it's because you love her and want to be with her and you want to have kids with her. But let's do this summer a compromise where we just do a summer of fun things, yeah. get out, do stuff, just the two of us. And then after that, let's just whatever happens, happens. Start trying to have a family whenever it happens, because there's no guarantee that it just happens right away. Right. right yeah, for sure. Right. And that seems fair. I mean, you know. And maybe instead of a, you know, like he he went with a year compromise, she sounded like she had no interest in that. Yeah. Maybe go a summer. And maybe after the summer, you know what? She might go, yeah, you're right. This is great. I want to do this for another year or two and then have kids. I I do think 
depending on the situation, I, I do agree that if you are a couple that likes to go out and maybe you like to go have a beverage or two and that's part of the fun and like this summer, you know, like you said, this summer, you want to go enjoy a patio and you want to get some drinks. Sure. That part can be taken away for sure, obviously, right. if she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's difficult. Yes. So I do, I, I do like Kevin's theory through Facebook that – that the summer is maybe maybe a fun play, right? You get that well, that really fun summer where sl- you go, okay, we had that. Especially after being cooped up, you know, right. for the last... I, 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 I do feel a, bad yeah. for that. that like, and I can see how her emotions are like, listen, there's more to life than this. I, I, I want to have my family right now. I want to do this. Yeah. We can't play. I totally understand that side of it. But, you know, then I, I think it's a smart move. Like, say, hey, let's try it. And after this summer, if you're still set on having a family, let's have a family. Yeah. It, but it also may work really well where you have so much fun this summer. Because here's the deal. going on a Let's say you go out on a boat this summer. Mm-hmm. That's something they like to do. When you go out on a boat without a kid, it's different than if you go on a boat with a kid. That's correct. <laughs> it, that's, that's right. I'm not saying they're not both great. They're both great. They're just different. There yeah. is a very hey, different deal. Maybe you can so, help me with this one. I, I like this yeah. game. I like this new game. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, is it different but, game? It's called. Is okay, it is different? Is it different? Because I don't know the answer to this is one at different? all. What about what about something simple like going out to dinner at a restaurant? It's just the same, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's really not any different at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. You will enjoy it yeah. just as much. Yeah. Son. It, <laughs> it is so funny how much those things change. That is something that anyone who's con- contemplating having kids and you're trying to weigh everything, what Kevin just said cannot be emphasized enough. Yeah. You get a ton of greatness, but boy, oh boy, do all the things you used to like get stripped away from you real fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily better. Okay, I'll try to, let me see if I can gloss this over for you. It's not necessarily better or worse. It's just different, guys. Yeah, that's better. That is true. That is very true, Jay. Also, I just to Andrew, I would suggest that um, you start the conversation with your wife by so- saying something like, you know what, honey, you're 100% right, and then lay out your opinion. Because I think it's just going to be more acceptable if you start by telling her she's absolutely right. For sure. Just a and, little... then t- and then explain how wrong she is. Correct. But she'll only hear the first part. It'll soften the blow a little bit. Then when you tell her she's wrong, she'll feel like, yeah, but wasn't I right? And you say, well, of course you're right. I was just then giving my opinion after that, which is clearly wrong. Let's uh-huh. have a baby. Hey, here's the... <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. What's the best bubble. name for a gum? Bubblicious, Hubba Bubba, or Double Bubble? Kevin James. Please. They're all so fun to say. Try to say them, Kev. They really are. Uh, Hubble Bubble. No, it's not Hubble. Bubble It's not a. That's not a telescope. Rubblicious. <laughs> I did it. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. A couple of things here for you. We uh, announced earlier today that Eric Church is coming to the Spokane Veterans Memorial Arena. It's about a year from now, but the announcement has been made. All the information on the April 16th, 2022 Eric Eric Church concert is on the Coyote Country Facebook page. So you have that information. The tickets go on sale Um, uh, in a month. Yes. And and real quick side note about Mm -hmm. the Eric Church thing. Mm -hmm. If you want to get warmed up on it, because I was looking at all the cities he's going to beforehand. And I missed this the first time around because he's in Portland, like right before he's here. And I thought that's weird. He didn't go to Seattle. And then Rick, the man who sucked my toes to meet Eric Church, mm-hmm. just sent me a message. He's like, dude, he's in Seattle October 30th. 
at the new hockey arena. Yes. Get out of here. So I'm just saying, th- for those Eric Church fans like myself, who would maybe see him twice in one tour or three times? Yeah. That's a good spot to go. Yeah, we're kind of deep into the tour, but yeah, you could definitely find other places that aren't that far away if you really wanted yeah, to. I-, I was surprised by that. So that made me uh, very happy that maybe, uh, you know, Eric twice during this tour, that works for me. Uh, also, uh, we talked to Lee Bryce earlier this morning. If you missed that, you can find it on our podcast. You can get that any place you, uh, you know, download your podcast later on today. And we talked to Parker McCollum coming up in about an hour, just under an hour from now. We'll talk to Parker. Uh, I, d- I don't think we revisit the same questions we asked Lee Bryce, right? <laughs> I don't, I, no. I don't think but so. But I do think we need to get some a game plan. So I'm hoping that over the next 40 minutes, we can come up with all the questions we're going to ask Parker, who's much a different audience, younger than Lee Bryce, not married with kids like Lee Bryce. I don't know if he has a house with land, so I don't know, but we've got to start piecing those together. So I'm going yeah. to ask everyone out there to be paying attention to what we're talking about on the show so we can piece together our interview for Parker McCollum next hour. He, he's like in his 20s, is he not, Slim? Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. All right, so yeah, there, there you go. Very young, uh, up-and-comer. Formulate your questions. The more fun, the better. Not how you got your start. I got a good one for him. Okay. Where's the dirtiest water you ever swam in? Okay. (laughs) Did you swim in some dirty water lately? I did. Well, yes, I did. I sure did, guys. When I went on vacation, uh, my first night of vacation, I was like, if this is how this is going to (laughs) go, this is not going to be a good trip. Oh, no. Because... We left, and we drove, and we got to, where did we end up staying? I'm trying to remember. We stayed in the Dalles. Okay. And the reason we stayed in the Dalles is because all we wanted to do the first night was, you know, get part of the way to the ocean, stay somewhere that had a pool yep. and a hot tub. That, that That's good call. You Traveling with children. Only thing they care That's the carrot about. at the end of the stick. Yeah, that's I'm the only thing they care about. TV with the Zags game. Y- yes, for sure. And a TV with his ex game. Yeah. Hotel rooms have that. Not a problem. Yeah, good, 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 good. <laughs> now, the trouble is, <laughs> you try to get a hotel with a hot tub right now. Oh. There was a lot of them you, I would had to call all these hotels and say, you have an indoor pool and hot tub, right? Yeah, we do, but it's currently not open. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, the pool's open, but the hot tub's not. Or the pool's open, but you have to make reservations. Do you have any spots? Yeah, we do at 930. Oh, okay, well, that's going to be a long wait. Like, it just was a lot of that. Well, needless to say, found a hotel. They had a pool. They had a hot tub. It was great. It was going to work out. No problem. It was in the Dalles, a great place to stop. So we stay there. We then uh, get checked in. They, I should have known that there was trouble at this hotel. It was a nice enough hotel, but uh, the first thing she said was, we got rooms on the second floor, but there's no elevator. Is that okay? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I realized it was fine until we had to carry all the stuff in, and then it was like, God, that wasn't fine. But now I'm ready to go swimming. The pool was okay. It was cold but you know what whatever that's a pool we can deal with it there's a hot tub you go back and forth you're gonna be fine sure the hot tub was about 90 degrees maybe Mm. jay what do you run your hot tub at a minimum of 102 102 jay there we go that's what you're supposed to do 
it was like 90. That's cool. So it was just, it was a warm tub. Yeah, right. It was a warm tub and the water was brown. Now, it was a little deceiving, I think, because this is what I kept trying to tell Judy. I, I think it's just the color of the tile. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good one. <laughs> but we were at the point where we were like, and she is the most. And your I feet mean, hit the bottom of the hot tub and it's slippery. Yeah, and she's a clean <laughs> freak and she just was struggling with she it. She didn't bring her own chlorine to She's a it. smell freak. And oh, she hates all the no. smells of everything. And she's just like, I don't know if we could do this. And I'm like, well, we have to. Just let them swim. They'll take a good shower when they're done. Yeah. But that hot tub water was hey. so gross and just war- it was like a soup. And then I was Ew. like, whatever. We get done. I go back out to the car <laughs> Kid to soup. get something. And I realized, oh, I'm parked a little crooked. I should move my car. Uh-huh. I go to start my car. Dead. Really? No. Dead battery. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I just swam in fungus. I <laughs> have a rash. And now I have a dead battery. Welcome to vacation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Uh, I go to the front desk girl and I say, listen, I have jumper cables. Is there any chance that, and of course now it's like 10 something at night. I'm like, is there any chance that you could give me a jump? And she says, I don't even have a car. Oh, God. What, do they have a horse? I Slim? No, I, these are all questions I wanted to ask. And then Did she luckily, take care she, of the hot tub. She offered up the information. She was shaking. She was shaking. Oh, she oh, was no. so nervous. So I felt oh, really bad for her. Oh, well, that's I go, well, that's, I go, is there, how late do you work? And she's like, well, till 11. And then somebody else comes in. I go, does that person have a car? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys trade out? Are you sharing a car? She's like, well, my dad's actually coming to pick me up. Oh, well. He would do it. And I'm like, okay, well. Let me think about it, and then I'll let you know. Well, then I realized it's going to be 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, you're not going anywhere at Here's that the point, thing. right? It, it's, if I jump it tonight, it may not start in the morning, yeah. so I might as well just wait till morning and do it. That's what we did. Jumped it in the morning, and then somehow it ran the rest of the entire trip. Now, Judy said to me, you're going to stop and get a battery, right? God, and I'm like, well. Right after you get your tabs. It seems to be working fine. Oh, my. So I bought a battery <laughs> the first day we were there. The first day we got to Tillamook. As soon as we got to Tillamook, a big enough city that had something, I purchased a battery. And then I put it in which day? Um, first day? Second day? Third not day? Not in yet. Well, I was going to say third day before you came home, but I think Slim's answer might be better. What was his answer? Not in yet. That is correct, Slim. It's in. It's in the back of my car. The car's been running fine. $179 wasted. Uh, Take it back. Come on. Hey, it's all fine now, honey. 